One very important aspect of working within the field of sociology is research. Oftentimes people think, well, that research study, that was just common sense. Uh, we really, we know what's best. Our community knows what's best. Where in actuality, to be able to come up with a consensus that everyone agrees upon, research is necessary. Because what I might think is obvious, someone else would say, I don't see it that way at all. That's the part of human nature that comes into sociology. But it's also important that we realize research can validate or discredit the assumptions that people make. It's important to uh, have sound research. We do qualitative and quantitative research. Uh, quantitative research are those uh, surveys that you may complete, uh, questionnaires that you fill out, I strongly agree, I strongly disagree, those fun things that you get at the bottom of your receipt from a restaurant you go to to give them feedback on uh, the quality of service you received, where qualitative research is um, looking at the direct interviews, finding out how someone truly feels about it. So you can do a really large survey that reaches 100 people, or an, in qualitative research, it's one-on-one -on -one communication, trying to catch on to themes or feelings that people have about a situation at hand. Uh, when we're doing this kind of research, it's important to uh, make sure that uh, the research subjects that are involved aren't harmed in the process. There are uh, lots of ethical standards that people have to abide by. So some of the things that you do, the fun little surveys that pop up on your computer or as a professor I'm asked to review a book and, and give my feedback for, I choose to take part in it or not. Uh, research, the, the person being researched or part of the study has to agree to be a part of it. Um, in days gone by, they've had research studies to where uh, children were used and maybe their guardian uh, maybe a family member or they might be in the custody of an orphanage gave permission for them to be a part of this research study and they were even paid for that individual to participate but then through that process maybe the child um, struggled there might have been something physical that happened to them or some uh, some type of, of experience that they had that caused them to develop fears or phobias that's what was being researched but then they were never given the support afterwards to help step away from that situation. And so we would consider that an unethical behavior, an ethical standard. Uh, one famous study um, in the 1930s, the Tuskegee um, Syphilis Research Project, they wanted to see if African-American men uh, were affected the same ways um, with syphilis as Caucasian men were. And so during the, the Great Depression, during the time that people financially couldn't have their medical needs met, this group of men that had been diagnosed with syphilis was offered free medical services. Um, what happened though was that they were brought into an enclave, they were treated together, they were supported, they were fed, they were cared for, but they were never given any kind of medication. And they were really watching the progression of syphilis to see what the impact was. This was a study that started in 1932 and ended in 1972 when someone blew the whistle and said they're not receiving services. They did not receive the medical care they were told. They did not realize they were part of a research study. Uh, the, most of the men died due to the reaction of syphilis. Their wives got syphilis based upon that. Their children, some of the children were born with congenital syphilis because of the exposure. And um, 
1940, I think it was 1947, uh, penicillin was found to be able to cure syphilis, but it was decided that they weren't going to give the men the penicillin that would be very easy to take care of the disease because what they were looking for was how long would it take for them to, to die, what would be the reactions. And so we were using several hundred, over 400 men as human guinea pigs, and they had no idea that they weren't receiving services, that they weren't receiving the right kind of medical treatment. They were just being given placebos. And so when someone came out and said, this is completely unethical, and throughout time, some of the doctors dropped out of the, the research study because they felt very concerned by it. And when it finally ended, um, you know, apologies had to be issued and really, you know, it was the last 10 years that apologies that, that our government took ownership over what we exposed these men and women and their families to. Um, and it was just for the name of research. So now we have significant needs to be able to handle ethical considerations. If a student on this campus takes and um, participates in a research study, they sign a waiver and they realize how that information is going to be used and what's going to be done with it. And they know that their personal information is not going to be published. So we talk about not harming any individual, um, not putting pressure on them and making them feel uncomfortable um, to learn more. I'm always sharing with my students that sociology, social work, we don't really do experimental designs often. We really do a lot of literature review, reviewing public records, um, personal interviews with uh, people that are involved in harmful behavior. If I want to understand domestic violence, then I'm going to go to domestic violence shelters to people that counsel women that are victims of domestic violence or men that are victims of domestic violence. I'm going to work with the court systems. I'm going to read records. I'm not going to put a family in a violent situation and assess how they do or how they um, work with it. The same thing I always tell my students, I'm not going to take and put 10 kids, five in good foster homes and five in bad foster homes and study them for a year and see what happens. Uh, we want to go through and see how did a, a bad situation happen at foster home? How did this family get through um, the system? There are some states where a social worker will have 100 cases to work on. They can't possibly see all of those children in all of those settings every month, so they'll rely on family members reporting. So there have been some published studies to where a family member, um, one aunt had custody of a niece while her um, sister went away to prison for a while, and when the sister got discharged, went to the aunt's house to pick up the child, and the child was gone. And the aunt claimed that social services came and removed the child and placed her somewhere else. Social services had no clue that the child had been removed. They had been talking to the aunt every month, getting reports on the child. The aunt had been taking and receiving the payments for keeping the child, had been cashing the checks. And um, they launched into a huge investigation. And quite by accident, the aunt's partner um, had been placed in, um, in, in jail, was incarcerated, and began to share about this child, how there was a lot of jealousy involving the care of this child. And at some point, the partner had lost their temper and murdered the child. And the aunt had walked in after the murder took place. They took and buried the child in the dirt basement of the apartment complex they lived in and just never told anyone. And the system was so broken, this poor child had been passed for several months before anyone even realized she was missing because the social worker just kept calling and checking in on her. And so we look at the need for ethical considerations and when we do research or providing care like that, 
um, it was horrible that that system had so many issues within it um, and the integrity of the system that a child could fall through the cracks that way. But if I want to do research on how that happened, then I'm going to look back into that caseworker's files, do interviews with the aunt, talk with the birth mother, find out how, where the breakdown was and what needs to be done differently to improve the system. And that's exactly what that state did, is they investigated it and um, developed new policies, lessened the caseload, tried to help the professionals be able to handle uh, the responsibilities that come that, their way. So research is very important. It helps us know how to develop programs. It helps us understand what the community needs are. Uh, we're in a time where economically uh, we're finding families that are strapped. So we're realizing that we need to know the best ways to handle the situations. When we come from a Christian perspective, biblically social services are to come through first the family. And if the family is not in a position to meet the needs of their immediate or extended family, then the church is to step forward. We're to help those that are poor, we're to help the widows, we're to help the orphans, we're to help those that have um, emotional or spiritual issues to lift them up. And if both of those um, venues aren't available or aren't able to help, then we move into looking to the community or the social welfare system to provide the needed supports. So when people are like, well, so, so, social system, social, uh, you know, the community, uh, social services, those systems are broken. Well, anything that we take God out of the middle of is going to be broken. That's a reality. Um, when we bypass the family, we bypass the church and just go into looking at the community, the community as a whole cannot take on all the responsibility. So I, I've found lots of research that empowers the church to step forward and really invest in the community and help for the family to step forward. But when we talked earlier about dysfunctions, um, understanding that when divorce comes, when there's death, when children are born and a couple's not married, then those dysfunctions have a way of playing out and impacting um, the individual causing problems. And so research helps us develop programs, develop a better understanding of the situations. And most of the time when we're looking at doing research, it can be a topic that's interested, that the social worker or the, the social researcher is interested in. Um, it can be a topic of research that's necessary um, to enhance a community. Um, it can also be just a topic that can enhance personal life and belief system. And so I love seeing Christians in a Christian university like Liberty stepping forward and looking at spiritual aspects of prayer and healing and restoration and looking at the investment and involvement of a youth pastor in helping teenagers pass through some of the developmental milestones that they have to pass through. And so as um, students are doing their research, responding to the, the posts that they're to do, writing their papers for the subjects on this campus, it's so helpful for them to be able to incorporate a Christian worldview, a personal faith-based mindset into the research they're doing, not using that to be a distractor or say, well, everything has to fall under this, but using that kind of as a lens to focus, what am I learning through this research? If I'm doing research on, again, child abuse, domestic violence, how am I gonna help that situation? How am I gonna help those individuals? Am I gonna help them escape? Am I gonna help them learn an escape plan to be more successful? Or am I going to help them understand how to be safe within their environment? Am I going to help the abuser get services and counsel so that they will change the behaviors that they have? Um, so social research has been something that helps from a biblical mindset and faith-based mindset 
a community mindset. Um, many of you have children or were educated in school systems where you had the free or low cost food program that came through the USDA, but it came from sociological research. How do we help children improve academically? If they come to school not hungry or if they're able to eat breakfast and lunch, we find that they're more successful. So even as something as mundane and commonplace of making sure that children uh, are fed and are successful in school came from sociological research. So anything in any area of interest can be researched and then the research is applied to hopefully improve the quality of life for the individual and then also for the social system that they find themselves in.